Disclaimer, this podcast contains adult language. Is there a pound coin in here? Remember football, mind that. Remember the feeling of being a winner, the emancipation, the anticipation, the jubilation of us qualifying for a major tournament. Well, you can swap all of them for straight-up damnation, because us as a nation get bored of exercising our patience. I think the players did as well when they went out in a three-day bender listening to Xander Nation. Good evening, and welcome to the Armchair Pundits. Hello there folks and welcome back to the Armchair Pundits with Lester Lindsay and Hammy Hamilton. If you're like Charlie Nicholas and sitting there thinking, why is this only a half hour this week? Well, I'll put you right in the picture. We've changed the format, you see, to one half hour episode a week, just talking all the funny points for the Scottish game during the week. And a 15 minute feature episode, now this feature can be anything from a manager to a scoreline, a certain goal or a game or even a starting 11, but I digress. This week we'll be covering Neil Lennon's position as a Celtic manager, but that's in the 15 minute episode. As a footnote to that, I want to thank you all for a thousand followers on Twitter at TE Pundits. Can I just ask you all as a small favour to stop unfollowing, because when it says a thousand it looks brilliant, and in return I promise I'll stop using gifts of Nicola Sturgeon. Okay Hammy, let's get into it. Scotland... Um, we'll go chronological order, as we tend to do. Let's talk about what happened first. We beat Serbia, we've already discussed that at great length. Um, and then we kind of revert it back to our usual self against Slovakia and Israel. Now, obviously, there was a, an issue with the Slovakia game where half the squad was still mad with it, <laughs> um, as you addressed earlier on. But uh, I don't know, because even during the Slovakia game, I mean, I didn't get to watch the Israel game, as I've, I've said to you, I watched the highlights, but it's during the Slovakia game, I thought we were much the better team. Aye, we were. So, I would say we were the better team in both games, but the Slovakia one, we were the far better team, and then, mate, see when we play Israel, uh-huh. it is literally, see, like, that gif, and it's like Spider-Man, <laughs> Spider-Man with the, with the baguette. Oh, no, no, sorry, it's no, it's no way a baguette, that's something it's else that I'm talking about. Aye, it's just two spies, like, looking at yourself in the mirror, every single time we play Israel, it is literally a carbon copy of Scotland. They play the exact same formation. Permission. <laughs> they play the exact same formation. All their players play in Scotland. Aye. It's ridiculous, mate. And it's always such a tight game. Aye. Like oh, we've played them five times in the last two years. I seen that as a mad start. So see if we get is them. It five times in two years. Five mate? times in the oh. last two years, mate. Um, three at Hamden, two in Israel. Uh-huh. Um, so, obviously, the next lot of the Nations Leagues are coming up. Also, the European qualifiers are coming up. The, the draw is in the 7th of December. Yep. That's a date for the calendars, by the way, one, for the World Cup. We're in pot 2 or B. B, pot B, as Pot I. B, and Israel are in pot C. So, there is a chance that we're going to get them again. Aye, for the C, World eh? Cup, aye. Oh, so, right. there is literally a chance. Oh, for fuck. Aye, I know. I mean, I don't think I can watch other games because... They're that much a good matchup that the games are actually quite boring. Aye, there's a proper carbon copy of our team. Like, well, I suppose they would say the same about us. Like, I think the only difference is we put Everton through our left wing back in Captain Robbo, whereas they put Everton through their right wing back in Dasa. And it's Aye. a good battle watching between them. It's almost like a mirror image. If you swapped the kits, nobody would actually know any difference because it's the exact same. Like, they play the same styles. It's a very, very similar thing. And obviously, they even do the, the mad thing that we do. See that Abdel Hamid, mm-hmm. that's at Celtic. 
Aye. So he's a, a fullback that they play in that kind of outside of a three, exact same as we did with Kieran Tierney, and Abdelham had kind of replaced Kieran Tierney, like if you know what I mean. Aye, so aye, aye. The two, two teams are proper similar, but let's go on to the Slovakia game first. By the way, what's the script with that Dasa guy? Because he's playing against the Scotland captain, Liverpool kind of legend, you would probably uh-huh. call him that now, and yep. Andy Robertson. He plays with Vitis Arhern. Aye, then. And uh, <laughs> in the Eredivisie in Holland, and like, oh, he's a kind of nobody, but he aye. looks like an actual player when he plays against us. But he must be shite. Well, it could be like a Stephen O'Donnell, Declan Gallagher. We spoke about last week. One of these players that just turns it on for the country. Ah, right. Okay, aye. Um, we'll go into them in a bit because Declan Gallagher is just next level, isn't he? It pains me to say it as a Hamilton fan, but aye, yeah. he is <laughs> a Stephen O'Donnell, maybe not so much. No, we'll go into that in a bit because I do actually want to discuss how I thought we were the better team in both games, but why we didn't win the game. Aye, so Slovakia, we'll start, we'll start with Slovakia, that was the first game, it just makes sense. Plus, I've actually seen that one, I'll let you take the reins on Israel and I'll just sit back quiet. But Slovakia, we can discuss, right? Yeah. So, I think, for as I said, the majority of the game, we were the better team. We dominated the ball, we're moving it about well, as we've done against Serbia as well. Slovakia were looked almost a bit nervous to press. We created more chances, better chances. Slovakia got the goal, and I don't want to say a lucky goal because they got a goal, but it's a deflection. So, like, Gordon's not got a lot of chance. There's a, it a good bit of fortune, I'd say, for Gregus. Yep. But no, wasn't a great strike. Aye. And that's what separated it. Did you see my tweet the other day? I did, I thought it was a bit Aye, Your dad's just sat up for his, because it was a Sunday, uh-huh. your dad's just sat up for his scratcher nursing a hangover because he's just heard Grey Goose has the open. <laughs> <laughs> I thought it would have maybe I took it off a wee bit. Five likes, which is probably about the average oh, for us. Aye. I'll, I'll take it. Aye, probably people just didn't actually have a fucking clue what I was on about. Should Maybe I mentioned the fact that it's also a bottle of vodka, but... I will add to the thing, like, so people in my work, you talk to them about the Scotland Serbia game. Did you watch it? Oh, I watched it. Brilliant, but amazing to be Scottish. I brilliant, I love watching Scotland. Oh, did you watch the Slovakia game? No, <laughs> <laughs> you were playing Slovakia. What are you going about? Aye, like the big game supporters of Scotland. I didn't know that was Aye. a thing. Like, why would you watch the Serbia game and no watch Slovakia game? I know. And then you get the folk that don't support Scotland, and then you get the folk that support other countries, which mm-hmm. I think is even better. But we'll not get onto that. Aye. Slovakia game. If you get the lineup there, I'm sure you said you had I it. I do. I do. Because as we said, it was a bit of a different lineup for Serbia because the team were half canned. Aye, that's right. And that's the only reason I watched it. I was so I had to study. I've got an aerodynamics thing coming up with my uni and all that sort of stuff. So airplanes. <laughs> <laughs> so <laughs> so I was going to need to study for that. But I was genuinely just interested to see how the players were going to perform after the three-day bender, but uh-huh. he had made eight changes to the start of <laughs> 11. Uh, only, let me just look at the lineup here, Tierney, Christie and McGinn. That's the three That's players the three, yeah. uh, that, that remained in the squad. The rest of it, um, they must have got absolutely mortal. I can't believe I just said that. Like, Jordy Show, absolutely I'm mortal. Aye, <laughs> they got absolutely mad with it and we're on a three-day bender, but... The line, what, what, what were you asking, sorry, if you want to know the line-up? Aye, the line-up, let's just get through it to a man. Right, okay, Craig Gordon. Instead of, obviously, Marshall. Did you see Gordon's interview after the game? Yes. I, I mean, thought it was brilliant. What a guy. So so much respect for Marshall as well, to say like, that's his spot, I'm only in the day because he's fucked. Like, Mate, he's I'm there. so jealous he has a wife, man. Imagine just looking at that cunt every day, man. Thank God you said looking there. <laughs> <laughs> no, he is a good-looking guy, but no, I thought he was a very, very, he came across very nice in this interview, being like, the respect that he's got for David Aye. Marshall having that number one jersey. Uh, who who was it? Was it Palmer? First and that's it? the thing about them as well. Just be Craig Gordon, like him and Al McGregor have shared the limelight over the years uh-huh. since maybe I don't know, 15, 15 years. We call it fifteen ah, years. Yeah, yep. And David Marshall is always kind of 
not had the same success with Scotland yep. or even club level. Because you mentioned it last week, Al McGregor's won Aye. league titles, he's played with Bajiktas, he's played abroad, this and that. Same with Craig Gordon, won league titles, um, Hearts won the Scottish Cup. He was Cup. the most ever expensive Scottish player for a while as well. That's right, mm-hmm. as a goalkeeper. And then David Marshall, who's just been that bit unfortunate with his career, Aye. he's kind of been tossing turns. He's been in England for the last 15 years since mm-hmm. he left Celtic. He's been with a lot of English clubs, you could say. Mm-hmm. So he deserved that moment. And obviously good pals if they've been in the Scotland set-up for that amount of years, which Aye. usually goalkeepers do. But it's just that depth that we've got. If you've Marshall, I mean, touch wood, because he's a hero now in Aye. Scotland. But if he's injured, then you're, you're looking not, at Craig Gordon. David Marshall will never buy a pint in Scotland for the rest of his life. If anybody, if I, if I seen him in the pub, I'd buy it. I'd be on his drinks all night. Do you know Aye. what I mean? He's secured this legend status. Uh, what was the back five? Obviously Tierney stayed in there, but... Tierney, McKenna, Cooper, Considine. Thank God Andy Considine was back five. I thought he had a good game as well. I thought, tell me, I don't think it was any bad in that Sorry, did I only mentioned four there. It's because there's line-up and flash goals. I Palmer was Aye. the right wing back. But out of them, I would only say the one maybe worth talking about, considering we only do half, half an hour, is Kieran Tierney. Aye. Left wing back, and wow, he was unbelievable. And he actually, I know that kind of... I don't want to keep bringing it up because it's like a broken record. But you're not going to go about this left back debate, are you? Aye, you are right. Okay, but we just patch it. No, no, but you hear your opinions. I just think Tierney was that good that you actually do wonder to yourself: is he better there than Andy Robertson and maybe Andy Robertson? I know it makes total sense because Tierney plays in a back three with Arsenal, uh-huh. and he's now played there a couple of games, so he's more accustomed to that role. But mm-hmm. going forward, Tierney is so aggressive. See his pace, uh-huh. unbelievable. He's got much better pace than Robertson. He's more aggressive. He's like a force. He catches the opposition off guard. Mm-hmm. Whereas Robertson is more, don't know, technical. His crossing's better. I, that's what I was going to he's say. He's a more so. a leader. He's constantly demanding things off the back four. Yep. Uh, or five. Back three. Back whatever you yeah. might say. Back two. Well, back four, <laughs> not including him. Back nine. Because we sit with that many players <laughs> behind the ball. But no, I think nah, I think Robertson still has to be the left wing back. You just said it's, ah, the, it's, the, it's the crossing that he possesses, and you look at the I strikers know. that we use. We always have a kind of big target man, like whether it's your Dykes or McBurney. We'll go and have a bit later as well. Aye, but um, mate, no. why can he not just be a right back? Because I'm gonna say Robertson. something. Aye, mate. Or why one of them, just either of them. Aye, aye either of them, but probably Tierney. No, I mean, why can he not just be a right back? Like, because I think the weak point in the Scotland team is that right-hand side. Because up the left-hand side, as I say, you've got Tierney and Robertson. Uh-huh. On the right-hand side, and this is, I'll probably get into it now, if I was going to say I'll get into this later, but I think the reason that we never won the games is because of that right-hand side. There's a weak link. Because see the football that John McGinn, Ryan Jack and Kyle McGregor play mm-hmm. is absolutely unbelievable. See the passages they play, you can't fault that. They're the like, triangle they create, it's mate, it's unbelievable. It's so good. And the attack is actually quite good. Probably I in that game, McBurney should have took a lot of his chances. Dykes is just that big target man we've been missing. But there's definitely a weak link in the team, and I think it's the right hand side. Because at the left hand side, you've got Tierney and Robertson. At the right hand side, you've got O'Donnell, who I don't I think he he's out his depth. He's he's not really done much wrong, mm-hmm. but he doesn't do much right either. So he kind of hides in the game because he knows he's out his depth. And then at the other side of that, uh-huh. you've got Scott McTominay, who still for me, all right, uh-huh. I'm going to say it, still for me, he's not a centre half, and he, he's only in there because he's a ball playing centre half. He's comfortable uh-huh. on the ball. He's good with the ball at his feet. But every single goal you've conceded this year has 
been from Scottish Tommy. Tommy. I think I get what you're saying, but I think if you watch the, well, the way I take the games, though, is Stephen O'Donnell. He tends to push higher up the pitch. He almost plays like a right wing, if you will. And McTominay kind of goes out to right back, and he gets a lot of freedom out in that that right flank, if you will. Uh, but O'Donnell, his average position against Serbia and Slovakia and Israel was in the opponent's half. So that shows yeah. you how much he's actually getting forward. I think defensively, he is quite poor, as you stated. Like He can get caught out. He's a bit suspect sometimes. But going forward, I think he's actually pretty good. And he's got a good delivery. I mean, I think he's got two assists in his last four games for Scotland as well. Uh, but no, McTominay, I get what you're saying. Like There's no point having him as a hold a, a, a centre-back. You could have him as a hold midfielder and let play his strengths. But we're expecting him to play a centre-back role and he's costing his goals. It's just a bit... Of a strange situation. Uh, McGinn, Jack, McGregor, I agree with that. That's a brilliant three. And when you add the wing backs, if, I, I see what you mean though. If you had a right wing back, it would just open up so many more options for switching the play and attacking to both sides because we're almost a bit one dimensional at times. Exactly. That's, yeah. that's exactly what I was going to say. He took the word right out of my mouth. You see Andy Robertson on that left hand side constantly demanding every and after players, which is great because uh, he's leading by example. Yep. And you know, Ryan Jack's covering for um, O'Donnell on uh-huh. the right-hand side whenever he kind of pushes up forward. Yeah. McGregor does the same for Robertson. It just is a great system that works, but it's just the quality on that other side. is just yeah. no there. How many times in a game do you see Andy Robertson and Kieran Tierney doing something great? You see it Aye. a lot. It's always a talking point on our podcast. Yep. But you never see an infield on him. Aye. He kind of hides in the game. He's just not got that quality. And I'm not slating him because he plays with Motherwell because I think the best player on out of the last four or five games last has been ten, Declan aye. Gallagher. You know what I mean? But maybe the exception of Marshall and Dykes. But I consistently, Declan yeah, yeah, Gallagher yeah. has been phenomenal. Because as a striker, you get as a striker and goalkeeper, you have moments where you can look at it and go, well, fuck me, he's saved the penalty that's put us through or Dykes has scored the goal. But... As a centre-back, you don't really get that recognition. You don't have that moment. Like, I had Mitrovic in his back pocket the full game as well as Tadic, but he didn't get the, rec- the recognition because, you know, you don't have the moment of that's one is the game, that tackles one is the game. Mm-hmm. Um, let's go on to McBurnley, because he's opinion. Right, OK. What's your thoughts on McBurnley and the Scotland team? I think it'll come for him. Do you? You look at Lee Griffiths, it took him 13 attempts in a Scotland jersey to get his first goal. And what a goal. And what a, what, what a couple of goals it was. And then the game after that was against Georgia and he scored in the opening 20 minutes and Aye. set the country alight. Mm-hmm. So I think it's just, we know that he's a good player. He plays week in, week out for Sheffield United who mm-hmm. are actually doing really well in the Premier League of yep. recent seasons. And he does it for them. And it's not just about goal scoring for Sheffield United. It's Aye, about... Their strikers don't score. Like they get... McBurnie and McGoldrick Aye. up top and the two they aren't really goal scorers the goals but come from midfield well they only get like a couple of chances a game so his actual goals to shots his ratio, conversion rate Aye. his conversion rate is actually very good but for Scotland I'll admit against Slovakia he wasn't poor like he didn't really lose possession and that kind of stuff but the chances that was created for him uh-huh. were glorious Aye. Aye. this is so I'm I'm Hesitant in saying I don't want him back in the team, but that's what I'm going to say. I don't want him back in the team currently. There's something going on with him, and it, I think it might be the pressure of the nation. Obviously, we've done well, and he's no lived up to the heights that everyone else in that squad has. There seems to be something in his mind because see that chance where he gets fed through his left foot, Aye. absolutely lovely through ball, and he tries to shift, shift it on his right. You're one on one at a good angle. Just yep. put your laces through it. Just put something on target. Don't dally dally with it. There's something stopping him. He's why he the perfect chance to get that goal. As you said, it took Griffiths 13 games to get his goal when he got it, aye. Right, and then it kind of got the monkey off his back. I don't think that's going to be the case with McBurney. 
as you said, at club level, he's not a goal scorer. He creates goals for the midfield. And that's not really... It doesn't look like there's going to be a lot of goals coming for the midfield for Scotland. It's always Dykes, Christie or Dykes, Fraser. Those two up top. McGinn doesn't seem to chip in as much in the new system. McGregor doesn't. Jack doesn't. The wing-backs don't. It's all about the strikers. They need to get your goals. And if the striker's not capable of doing that, and we have strikers that are, I mean, for God's sake, we've all kind of forgot about the Kevin Nisbet over in the team. I know. always scoring goals for fun now. Yeah, he scored the day. Again, I look. Missed a penalty right enough, but he scored a goal. He scored a goal against one of the best teams in the country, playing with a far weaker side. I don't think McBurney deserves a place in the squad currently. I hope he proves me wrong. But I, I think... I just think it's coming for him. Aye. So I disagree with you because I think McBurney has just shown a lot for his club. He deserves a call-up and I think it's bang out of order some of the support that he gets. For, well, sorry, some of the treatment that he gets for the Scotland supporters. It's probably Knox's confidence and that's the I, reason. I'm going to mean? disagree with you because you've said it's a bit bang out of order. Now, how is that bang out of order? Because you've seen McBurney's antics in the past when he's in the tunnel or oh, fuck Scotland if they're not going to pick me. I don't want to play with him. Pulling out the squad and playing with Sheffield United. I never actually later. said that. But... And then when he plays, he misses sitters. If London Dykes on against Slovakia, we win that game. If Even Shank done this, but any other striker, we win that game. But all it burned is cost us three points and possibly go up in the Nations League. That's on him. But he never actually said fuck Scotland. That's the thing. That's the treatment. That's You're just jumping to conclusions. But then yeah. there's every other aspect that I've gave, right? So there's the pulling out of the national team. <laughs> there's a pulling out of the national team. There's the missing glorious chances. He's doing all this and he's not doing anything to get the fans on, like supporting them. He's been poor and deserves dropped. If it was at club level and it was a striker, say it was one of the strikers at one of the old forum team, whatever team you support, right? <laughs> Hadn't he scored in 13 games? You're not saying, oh, he, he works hard. But don't get me wrong, he does lead the line well, but as a striker... Sometimes that happens. As a striker, your, goal, your job is to score goals and he's not doing that. He just needs that monkey off his back. He needs his first goal. He had glorious chances, but I've seen a lot of people saying, put Shankland in. I know that there's levels in the Scotland game, but, I mean, come on. Not like, Shankland to me, no. Not at all. He needs to go. He's on that plane. He's on that plane to Euro 2020. Well, it's 21, but uh, it's actually official Euro 2020. I thought mm-hmm. somebody like, tweets us in like, it's actually 2000. Yeah, yeah. Like that guy's tattoos. You see that one? No. He got the Scotland-Serbia and all the penalty oh, scorers aye, and all that. Aye, aye. And... He got Euro 2021, uh-huh. and if he was commenting on it, like, no even, like, first play for getting a tattoo Aye. of the game on your leg, but um, it's actually Euro 2020, do you know that? Aye, you'd just be like, fuck up, mate, when is it getting, when is the Aye. tournament getting played? Shut your geggy. Shut your geggy. Right, so we played Salaki, we covered that, then it went to the Israel game. As I said, I didn't really get to see it, I was walking, I seen the highlights. Or the lowlights, I suppose, is a better way to say it. What did you... You're our correspondent, armchair correspondent for that game. What did you make it? <laughs> um, there's no much to say on the game, really. The game was very even. It was ridiculously what even, actually. Yes, like every time. So, the beat is obviously... Probably the fundamental overall look at the game was that we needed three points for a possible six going into the Slovakia and Israel game. Yep. And we got zero. So, Slovakia and Israel game is this like a triple threat match or something? what the Slovakia and Israel game is this like a triple threat match <laughs> what are you on about you just said that we needed three points for six score in the Slovakia Israel game and Israel game oh right okay you you repeated that back to me and said Slovakia and Israel so aye but because you said game so as if we're playing Slovakia and Israel aye. at the same time aye, right, like a triple threat match in the wrestling not aye, 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 like an elimination chamber no not really but <laughs> we'll move on to 
just the overall kind of fundamental view that you need to have on the two games is that you're never going to have the luck that we had during that Nations League probably Aye. ever again. Whereby you play Czech Republic away and they field their D team. They field a team of guys who some of them don't even play full-time football. Aye. And we pumped them um, off all and off the park. We only beat them 2-1, mind pumped you. pumped them off the park. But you're, you're not going to get that <laughs> I don't even know what I said that for. Um, so we... <laughs> I said that with a straight face and I'm in there. You beat Jack and I'm going to the bench. Right, so we... <laughs> <laughs> we beat Czech Republic and it was just the kind of luck that we had during the full thing we were top, we only needed three points as I said and we ended up blowing it I think it's just overlooking that we've just qualified for the Euros we get pumped up <laughs> we get um, put away <laughs> wait, Kazakhstan <laughs> do you want me to be out Kazakhstan yep we get be- no. hi, hi, right so, um, Kazakhstan, we got, <laughs> we got beat after Kazakhstan in Kazakhstan, um, and we ultimately get put out of the Euros, the traditional route. So the reason that we are now in the Euros is via the Nations League, yep. so this would have been a great way for us to get to the World Cup, uh-huh. whereas that didn't happen, yep. because we, we, we basically bottled it. We'd done a Scotland, yep. and we bottled it. We're now ultimately going to beat up the final game to fight, like get into the World Cup, it's going to end up a 2-2 draw, Aye. and then we're going to all get in, and that's what's going to so happen. So we now need to get in the traditional route. Which we're and, not very good at. And it was also an opportunity to get into... A, the uh, group A, Aye, pot or a. Pot a or whatever it's called, uh, promoted essentially, yep. but because we finished second, we're now remaining in pot B. And you look at as are Israel, by the way. I and Slovakia got really. That, that's the most disappointing thing about Maybe it. Maybe not for that group. That well, Czech Republic, no, no, they didn't have enough oh. points to go up, so it was only the best three wins. Aye, so it was actually. So if had we won, had we got three points of possible six, we would have been up. Aye, so it's just similar to what you were saying last, last week's episode. Been Slovakia. Aye, these teams just doing a finish hard. Aye, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> they do your tits in. Um, you Pump think, off the park. Aye, you think Israel would be like just gears a win? They've got hundreds of Scottish players that will do the boys a favour. I mean, but nah, it's not to be. But it's, it was an opportunity going to Group A. And what's your views on that going into Group A? You'd be playing the likes of Belgium, England, Germany, Spain. I think it can only make your team better, can't it? Aye. Like, the better opposition you play, the better you be playing. When you go into a group, you're used to playing pot A teams. Yeah. If you're in that Nations League of pot A, you're used to playing those teams. So when you face Germany in your group, it's not as daunting as it would be Aye. when you're playing the likes of Kazakhstan, Sambri, and Cyprus on a regular yep. basis. But we're still in pot B, and don't get me wrong, pot B has a good like, a good option of teams in there. I mean, look at the group you had, Czech Republic, Slovakia, and Israel. Yep. Oh, Israel, they're good teams. I'm glad we're on terms with that because I've seen a lot of people saying, well, it's a good thing that we never got promoted because we'd get pumped on and after part. <laughs> but, <laughs> again, no, I'm not starting that again, but we'd get put away with all these types of teams. But it actually filters down because if you look at Iceland, right? They're in Group A and they just get put away, pumped on and off the park. They were in group, group A, mate. They've just been skilled by every single team, yep. but they still get a playoff place because it filters down because all these teams in Group A 
who qualify the traditional route, uh-huh. it then gets filtered down and filtered down because... Aye, aye, right, okay, I get do, you. Do you know, it's kind of hard was, to explain because the Nations League is a most confusing so thing. Who was in the group, Israel? Uh, Iceland. Was it England? Belgium and Switzerland? Was that their group? So, it, so whoever it was, those three teams essentially will qualify. Yep. And Iceland will be the team in the playoff because the three teams will qualify. Well, they did get the playoff because aye. I'm talking about the last campaign. Oh, so right, okay, Iceland yeah. got um, their playoff position because it got filtered down. Uh-huh. They got to the semi-finals. They won the semi-final game. I can't remember who it was against. Then they got to the playoff final where they were unsuccessful because they got beat after Hungary, similar to how Scotland just beat I mean, Serbia. Just... They were also in... Did so there was four the game? games. <laughs> what the... Iceland-Hungary game, I? No. No, did you not? No. Just thought Iceland, they weren't really up for it. Hungary were definitely more hungry. Aye. <laughs> <laughs> That's shocking. That's a <laughs> aye, that was. Um, but I, it's just it's a missed chance, and trust me, trying to understand the nations league. I mean, I'm doing Bernoulli's equation, using Reynolds' number, and all that sort aye, of stuff. Like, now, and that is the nations league is more difficult to understand than that equation. Uh, just <laughs> that to, I mean? you put a gif out there earlier. I'm going to put one out. I know another one. It's Zach Galifianakis for the hang the, the hangover when he's trying to figure out how to count cards and you see it. So the mathematical aye, equations. Mate. That's what it's like it's trying to figure out like the Nations League. Box. And you forget it, so you learn it all. You think you've got it. You go to explain it to somebody and they go. Aye, your next international break is not in March, so it's can while away and you forget it. All. Aye, exactly. Right, you getting more ads? Sorry, I apologise. I cut you off there. Don't think so. No, do you want yeah. to get into the quiz? And then the episode exam. And then the episode exam. We'll Let's, do it. Right, Let's okay. do it. Okay, Hammy. Quick fire questions, I believe. Well, I hope you've prepared questions. I week. have. I yeah. always do. Thank God. Uh, as we said, we've sacked the pound coin, flipping it and all that because, well, let's be honest, we're just lying. We're taking <laughs> turns and flipping my pound coin to make it seem like we're in it, but we're just going to take turns each. So this week, you are asking me questions. I've got one minute on the clock. You got the questions there? Aye, I've got them ready, aye. Just mm-hmm. like after I finish the first one, mm-hmm. you'll start it. Right, so 10 questions, one minute, your time... Well, sorry, your time starts after I finish the first question. You ready? I'm ready. Which year were Turnock's tea cakes established? 1890. Who scored Israel's goal versus us? Solomon. What was the Motherwell St. Johnson score today? Uh, last I seen it was 1-0, but I'll go 2-1 Motherwell. Who won the 2010 Scottish Cup final? Fuck me, you're getting back. Hearts. Who was sent off for Kilmarnock in the eighth minute today? Finley. What year did Rangers last win the league? 2010. What's the capacity of Hamden Park? 54,000. Name the other Scottish club Lyndon Dykes played with other than Livingston. In the South. Who did Gary Holt start his management career as his only other management role? Oh, pass. Which make of Scot- football was commonly associated with Scotland? Mitre. What's the capital city in Norway? You wanker. <laughs> uh, I can't mind. Uh, pass. Gary Holt. Yeah. I'll say them firm one, but I'm, I'm not convinced of it. Right, okay. I think I... capital of Norway. I'll give you an extra two seconds. Your alarm really didn't go off. So I don't nah, know if people nah, heard that. Get it, mate. I, just, I just keep having Oslo in my head and I know it's no, so I'm not even going to say it. Is it Oslo? Right, I'll say Oslo. <laughs> I don't know if I can give you that. <laughs> I just bring we'll get full time and kept thinking Sweden. That's we'll see then. if you've got five and we'll get you up to a six because we always get a six, right? Six, I'm not right, okay. Six is all the same. Um, what year was Tonics Tea Cakes established? How did you know it was 1890? Right, my uh, my granda, he used to work in the Tonics factory and he'd always bring us home like 
tea cakes and wafers and logs and you jammy bastard. no his logs as I'm saying you know you didn't drop a log and put it in a piece box aye. it was a caramel <laughs> log he was getting his aye. aye so that's I always remember it on the packet 18, established aye. in the wee line then 1890 aye did you get my preference you jammy bastard literally oh, metaphorically like it, aye, aye. Like it. Aye. Right, eh? um, who scored Israel's goal versus us you said Solomon, Solomon which yeah. was right do you think like that's sent to do like obviously do you think that was meant his name like Solomon like King Solomon of Israel aye and like King David like David's son is aye, it, it's be. either David's son it's see the star of David that's associated with Israel yep. Israel and obviously Jewish community uh-huh. and then obviously his son or his dad was called Solomon like Solomon's oh, temple I, I don't know me. I don't Solomon's know temple you're doing that alright I suppose you had to go to Israel we actually know these things oh but... ah, here we go <laughs> <laughs> Um. What was the Mullerwell St. Johnson score today? It was I one went, each. Ah, bastard. You did say I, that. I know, but I went with 2 1. Aye. Um, who won the 2010 Scottish Cup final? It was Dundee United. So it was Craig Comey double. Aye. Um, against Hibs, 3 0. Can't mind. Anyway, him as a manager. We argued about it a couple of weeks ago. Aye. 2000, you said Hearts, that was 2012. Aye. The Scatchel final. The 5 1. Referred to. Aye. Yep. Who was sent off for Kilmarnock in the 8th minute today against Ross County? Short Finlay. Short Finlay is right, mate. Ross County. Look. Like, Still getting beat 3-1 out of these 10 men. Aye. That's just... If it wasn't for Hamilton, they'd be going down. Mate, I think they will go down. No, in the playoffs? Aye. I know Aye. that I said Hamilton in the very first episode, but Ross County are just rotten, mate. Um, we actually go through Ross County like... That's don't a shame, even, don't even hesitate. Shite. Don't even hesitate. What year did Rangers last win the league? It was 2011. Was it one half it? What did you say? 2010. I, th- I thought you said 2011. Capacity at Hamden Park? I said 54,000. To 56. Very clear, not. Is it anyway? I don't know, go for it. 51.8, so I um, gave you 51 or 52, to be right. honest. Name the other Scottish club London Dykes played with other than Livingston. Got that straight away. Who did Gary Holt start his management career with? Dunfermline, you got it too, but it was Falkirk. Was it Falkirk? His only other role. I managed to squeeze that in at the end. Probably could have worked it in a better way, but anyway. Which make of football is commonly associated? You obviously got that, but it's where a mitre. Um, what is the capital city of Norway? I'll give you it. Oslo. I'll give you is it Oslo? It is. You were out of time and you were about 10 seconds after the, the thing went and no. you were thinking about Oslo, but I'll give you it because that's the nice guy that I'm on. So, which year? So, you got that one. One, two, three, four. You're not going to believe this. Six. That's spectacular. Right, so the end of the episode exam. This week, it is the style of who am I? So it's not actually me saying that I have done this. Like I'm just pretending to be this, this player for a wee bit, right? So here goes. I have played with Jamie Murphy, Kenny Miller and James McFadden. I have only played with two clubs, making over 500 appearances for one of them. Who am I? Now again, I reiterate that it isn't actually me that's done this. It is the player and I'm just pretending to be them for the sake of the question. Oh, that's tough. That Do you want hazard, tough. I guess? See if you get this and it doesn't actually get to go. No, no, I'm not even going to guess. No, is that us? Right, okay, thanks very much for listening, folks. The help, the help, <laughs> the support is always appreciated. Make sure you follow us at TA Pundits on Twitter. Give us a five star review on Apple Podcasts. <laughs> if it's not a five star, don't bother. Thanks very much and cheers, Jim. Cheers, Jim. <laughs>